Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Three hundred and sixty-five days of sport. Yes, good evening and welcome to yet another edition of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. Yes, it's the Jack Link's Beef Jerky 365 Days of Sport. This is edition number 142. Yep, we have done 141 of these shows quite amazingly. It is your weekly jaunt through the auspices and the back streets and the alleyways of the world of sport. Gosh, have you noticed as soon as that Kareem Benzema comes oh. on, I just, just start shaking the head unprompted. And quite, but quite casual. Just, just very casual. It just gets the body moving, doesn't yeah. it? It's a great version as well mm. of uh, Felice Navidad. It's uh, upbeat. It's uh, fantastic. I think it's going to become the version. It should it's be the take version. Over. Hey, uh, what a what a weekend of sport it's been, Beefy. Yeah, the President's Cup. We both went. We went on. I Friday. didn't know you were going. I didn't know I was going either. And then uh, I just sent a message that you're on the fourth green. I have to be honest. I didn't get to see a whole lot of golf. Do you know what? When I left, I counted the exact number of shots I actually saw. Yeah. What did you get? 25. 25, okay. And that included a couple of putts. Uh, actually, that included a lot of putts. Yeah. I, um, I reckon I saw 15, max. Yeah. And we sat in front of the 6T for an hour and a half waiting for everyone to come through. So that was eight of them right there. Was it four groups or five groups? Five. Five groups, yeah. So then 20 players. Ten, 10 shots right but there. But it's foursome, so they're only playing one ball. Yeah. That's the problem. And I only saw another four shots when I was leaving because you had to walk past the 78th. I thought, oh, I might as well, as well check it out. wait for these and uh, yeah. saw another four groups, one of which included Tiger Woods. So yeah. kind of, even though on the 17th, even though it was a power four, mm. they were only hitting three or four irons. So it was like a, they were positional shots more than getting the big dog out and having yeah. a smash. Well, the sixth hole was a 300-meter par four. The Americans at that point were four points down, so they all went for it. Right. But the, all the internationals just took an iron out and just sort of went, so went safe. So I first. spent most of my time kind of uh, at the f- front fringe of the 11th green, which is also downhill 330. Right. Uh, so they were all trying to drive the green. Okay. Um, oh, that's a good spot. Yeah, but you can't see the T, see? You can only see the ball kind of get towards the, the green. Oh, yeah, so yeah, you can right. see them chip on. Yep. And in fact, out of the 10 drives, nine were short and one hit the green. Yeah, right. Or didn't hit the green, hit the fringe and got close. Who who was that? Um, he was a... Well, I don't even know if he was an Australian. Okay. He was in the international team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, could, I didn't do very well with the names either. No. Um, a lot of no names in the international team, really. Right. There was It was like it was a, a grand event. But I just found, in terms of, a, if you want to see golf, yeah. it's not a good event no, for that. No, it's not. So that's why, I mean, you sort of understand now with that why in the 16th hole, there's just a huge line of tents and people who just, have parked up and just drunk beers there all day. Yeah. Didn't even go anywhere and just sat there waiting for them to eventually come up the one you, hole. That you was, imagine, though. You might if, as well do that. If you're on the 16th. Yeah. You imagine if all five groups finished five and four or five and three. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. wouldn't have seen you any golf. Seen anything at all. I'll tell you a story. A I've probably winter. told you this before as well. I went to the Byron Nelson Classic in Dallas. This is 1994. Mm. And there was 12 of us went, uh, all from Dendron Rugby Club there. And uh, it was a rain-affected tournament. Mm. And so they had reduced it to uh, 54 holes, I think. Mm-hmm. And so we're in the bar, we're having drinks. And uh, essentially the tournament had finished. Mm-hmm. But it finished in a seven-way tie. And uh, the playoff was play the 18th until somebody wins the tournament. So they would have... Did they play all at once? Yeah. Seven players oh, on one hole. Great. Wow. Well, I was the only one out of our group of 12 to actually see any golf. Because right. unbelievably, they played... The seven players played the one hole on the 18th. Mm. And one guy got a birdie. All the rest bogeyed or whatever or, or parred. Yeah. He won the tournament. It was Done. only seven players. You'd expect at least a half yeah, and another yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, nah, sure. nah. No, nah. One hole. I saw about... 20 shots of golf, basically. Actually, I got on TV because somebody hit a wayward drive yeah. and a woman about three people away from me got smashed on the back of the shoulder right. or on the side of the shoulder, wayward. So everyone's like, there's no way it'll end this hole, it'll go further, and they yeah, went yeah. on running on ahead. Yeah. Uh, you, no, 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 because they were only going to play the 18th. So oh. so if they played the 18th and they halved, those yeah. players that halved would go back and play the 18th again. again. Right. But they only played they only played it once. <laughs> Amazing. The 90, just look it up. The 1994 Borough Nelson Classic from I don't know what golf club it was in Dallas, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it was uh, crazy. Actually, I got another story from that tournament. Yep. I can never remember his surname. He was always called Jim Kiwi mm. at the club. Mm. And unbelievably got talking to another lad in the bar. Uh, oh, I can't even remember where they were from now as well. I'm buggered this story up. Anyway. Don't worry, it's only live radio. It's only live radio. Yeah, yeah. Well, it turns out that these two people, Jim Kiwi and this guy we met at the bar, mm. lived on the same street yeah. in New Zealand. They grew up together, but... <laughs> Like, Jim lived at number four, and this other guy lived at number 60. They kind of knew the same people up until about number 30, and And then they didn't know. Yeah, You sure it wasn't just me and Adam (laughs) Perori? I'm pretty sure Jim was from Wellington. I've got his address somewhere. But unbelievably, they lived on the... They grew up together, but they didn't know each other. But they lived on the same street, St. George's Terrace or something. That is craziness. Yeah. How about that? Um, I was on that hole, the 11th, when Patrick Reed is it? Yeah, possibly. So, as he was walking to the green they were all calling out mm. shovel shovel and then he hold his putt and then he started fake digging with okay. his club that was on that hole it was quite funny <laughs> at the time and then the next day his caddy punched a fan oh that was that one yeah that was him okay so he, the caddy got sent home did he yeah banned as well he's been banned for a couple of tournaments yeah oh, that's not very that's a bit of a shame because i didn't really like what the guy said to him oh i don't know what the he said. fan said what did he say you're an effing c mate oh really yeah yeah, that's general par for the course for the Australian crowds. Oh, there was so... How many did you see walking around double fisting with the two cans? Oh, lots of people. Just people... It amazes me some people, the mentality is just like, let's go to the golf, wander around the course and get blazed. <laughs> Absolutely hammered. It. Yeah, at, at 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> True. On the on Royal Melbourne. Like, yeah, yeah. Gentlemen's um, game my ass. I, where I was standing, I was in the uh, captain's club. Mm. wasn't really hospitality. It was t- I was told it was hospitality, but it wasn't. You just had your yeah. own private bars. There was four blokes in front of me, and I stood with them for a you know a couple of hours while the five groups came through. Yeah, they were buying four rounds of Heineken at a time, yeah. and I think it was twelve, they bucks, were 12 a bucks a can. Yeah, right. So, so that's 50 bucks, 50 50 bucks, bucks a round. They would have had seven rounds. <laughs> 
by the time. And I thought, that's 350 bucks. Not only that, if they pay for their tickets, which I'm sure they did, I think it was 275 bucks. They probably got early birds, but yeah. so 250 say. Yeah. So there's a thousand bucks there, mm. and there's 350 bucks on beer. And I left before they did, so they probably bought more. Yeah. That's, a, yeah, that's it's, an expensive it's not, it's day. It's not a spot for the financially uh, desperate or even careful. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I was. That was. I was very much. I, I didn't do any of that. No, I think I had one beer. I had less than that, Rob. Yeah, I, I know you would have. <laughs> I had one hamburger and one beer. I had some, and that d- cost me thirty bucks. I had some donuts. <laughs> donuts were uh, five fifty for three, and that was it. And I had a lot of water because it was on the bar for free. Did you see that. the uh, the the recall? I think friend of the show, Gavin Ingham, pointed yeah. this out. Right. There was a massive sign mm. come up on the uh, big screen in Perth about a food recall. If you have purchased any sandwiches, wraps or salads at the stadium today, please present back to the outlet of purchase immediately. Bit of a chicken contamination scare. Ooh. Yeah. That's um, a worry. But uh, there was a few great lines on uh, on Twitter, like Peter Layla comes back and said, queues for the toilet at Perth Stadium are forming as we speak. Right. And it says the Kiwis are hoping that the issue regarding catering at Perth Stadium has reached them. They desperately need the runs. I gags. Yeah. Uh, vegans began rejoicing in the stands as soon as it was confirmed chicken was the threatening food. Mm-hmm. Uh, says less than 20 of the potentially com- contaminated products have been sold throughout the day, and there was no reports of illness. Uh, Lots of gags. Lots of runs, gags. And it says, uh, barely runs, gags. <laughs> a few more tweets, barely anyone at the Perth Stadium for Australia versus New Zealand, or is everyone hugging the toilet bowls after Sandwich Gate? <laughs> <laughs> what well, everything's become a gate now. Yeah, it is. Obviously, there was no reports of illness, so it's out from that. Unfounded. Hi, I'm Rob Cross, and this is 365 days of sport. Yeah. Uh, airport builds Christmas tree out of confiscated items. Very creative. This is for us. Uh, Very because creative indeed. If you remember, at the height of 365... It'd be a map of the world. Could be. And cultural pursuits. Yeah. Yeah. Would be. And uh, illegal pursuits. At the height of 365 days of sport, we were pretty big in Lithuania. Yeah. At one stage. It they was, were... We were on the verge of taking over Lithuania. Yeah, Vilnius. They yeah. couldn't get enough beef and Rob. Uh, they actually used to show our stuff on the news weirdly enough oh that's right <laughs> they did I forgot about yeah. that <laughs> I wasn't making the fact up that we were pretty big in Lithuania for a while um, but Vilnius Airport uh, 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 that was great actually when yeah. all of a sudden you find out that um, in Brazil there's been some newspaper article reports about, yeah. like, how the hell has this happened people get hold of this stuff yeah, yeah. They, well they got I no content why. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, we, I mean, South America, Peru, Brazil, yeah. uh, Chile, Started I think, covered, covered us. Dubai. Oh, front Let's page of the paper. Front page. That popped up. I, I did repost that on our thing yeah. the other day because it came up on our uh, on the your memories from yeah. five years that ago. Got a, when I threw that up on Facebook before I went to bed, I think, just not thinking much of it. Yeah. Woke up in the morning. God, the response oh, really? off the Richter. <laughs> I think probably still the most reaction I've had to anything ever posted on my entire life really yeah the fact we were on the front page of the dubai times yeah whatever it was. yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like almost every single friend like was all over it. it just spread like wildfire yeah it was magical it was a great day and then people around the uae just <laughs> sending us oh i saw you in the paper the other day it was like yeah. wow and then the full double page spread in sport 360 also a dubai paper that was at uh, that point we're thinking oh, we might actually pull this off <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't last too lo- too much longer. Actually, talking about because um, obviously after we went to Dubai, we went to the uh, the women's handball world championships. Of course, we did. Well, actually, went to the women's floorball world championships, yep, didn't we? We did. Now that's just been run and won this weekend. Weirdly enough, the floorball world championships. I think it was in uh, Denmark this time around. Mm. 
But in a semi-final, unbelievable, Switzerland were playing the Czech Republic. And they were uh, 6-2 down with 2 minutes 30 to go in the game. What? Scored four goals in 76 seconds. Four goals in floorball. That's crazier than what we saw. That's Oh, the the own goal by the Turkish yeah, yeah. Uh, goalkeeper. Yeah, incredible. No, it was a Swedish goalkeeper, wasn't it? No, it was, it was a Turkish. Finland, Finland playing someone. Finland were playing Turkey in the semi-final, I think. And not, not Turkey. Wasn't it? Czech Republic? Switzerland? Czech Republic. Was it Czech Republic? Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, the girl missed, didn't she? And it went wide. And as it yeah. bounced back into play, the Turk... Yeah. The, I keep saying Turk. It wasn't a Turk. The no. goalkeeper tried to smother the ball and ended up throwing it in her own net. Yeah. Which is quite amazing. If she's done nothing... Would have missed. Did he go to extra time or penalties after that or something like that? Nah, that was it. That was, was it. There the was last... a, it's because there was only five seconds That's left right. in the there game. Was five seconds left in the game, yeah. Couldn't keep it out for five seconds. Anyway, Switzerland uh, Switzerland scored four goals in, in 76 seconds to get a six-all draw and then one in overtime with sudden death goal. So And then they've gone on to the final. Sweden beat Switzerland yet again in the final. I think Sweden have won the World Championships now seven right. times in a row. That's one of the great shameful comebacks for the for the other team. Oh, 6-2 down with Four 3 goals. minutes to go, yeah. They clearly switched off. <laughs> I think they, so. They thought it was one. They needed to go on the attack. Yeah, well, they probably couldn't get the ball. For anyone that doesn't know, floorball is this indoor hockey, field hockey version. They play with like an air ball and plastic sticks, but it's kind of got the rules of ice hockey as well. So it's quite free-flowing, quite quick. We played it here in Melbourne, didn't we? did. It yeah. was one of the first uh, first shows we did. Unbelievable. Mm. The handball was run and won. The Netherlands ended up winning the World Handball Championships for the women. Was that a first? I, I didn't check sure. that. didn't check that, but they beat Spain. 30 to 29 is a thriller. Wow, One goal a, thriller in the world final. That's tremendous. Australia didn't do too well. No, they lost every game. Lost I think. every game heavily. But it was a great experience, apparently, I read. Yeah. Good. Great experience. I saw it. It was actually a TV interview I saw on the weekend. Yeah, I saw it pop up somewhere. Hmm. Anyway, this uh, Vilnius airport in Lithuania took an unusual approach to holiday decorating when it assembled a Christmas tree out of confiscated items. The tree was assembled from prohibited items that were seized by security officers during the screening process. Photos of the educational masterpiece tree show hundreds of pairs of scissors, as well as knives, box cutters, lighters, and other goods deemed too dangerous to be allowed on planes. Mm. So if you don't want your personal yet prohibited belongings to land on our next year's Christmas tree, better check out the baggage requirements before you pack for your next flight. So there's photos of this tree. It's quite phenomenal. Mm. So it's made up of all sorts of weird stuff. At some point, that's where obviously the confiscating officers yep. have taken great responsibility in terms of not just going, oh, look, we just got this stuff, confiscated this guy's cocaine. Yeah. Oh, Put it on the tree. Trevor Quiet Night in. <laughs> oh, look, oh, look, we just got um, the seven pieces of trout. <laughs> Seven pieces of trash. Yeah, or they probably would have... I can't imagine they would have held on to that, though. Well, we they would have, have to freeze it. You want to hear this? Shaq, friend of the show, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, he's back, back on top. He's uh, recently shared evidence that uh, Stevie Wonder may not be fully blind. Really? Uh, Thursday night's Inside the NBA... <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> gave fuel to the Stevie isn't blind truthers with an admittedly pretty outstanding story about the legendary singer seeing him come out of an elevator. Do you want me to play the clip? Yeah. Let's do that. Oh, my I'll tell God. you, Stevie, want to start with you. I'm like, believe you. Come on, man. No, I, I wouldn't. I, I know. I know the story. He's got to tell it. I wouldn't He's got to tell it, Ernie. He's got, I know the story. He told me he's got to tell a story. All right, go He's got to tell a story. So, it's a true story. It's, it's a true it's story. A, so, According to Shaq. We live in a building on Wilshire. So you park your car on the valet's down there, so I'm already in the building. I'm coming through the lobby. Door opens. This TV wonder. 
He comes in, says, what's up, Shaq? <laughs> presses the button. Oh, true story. Presses the button, gets off on the floor, bounce up, goes to his room. I went and called every person I knew and told the story. They believed me. Oh, bro, he got on the elevator. He said, what's up, Shaq? How you doing, big dog? Yes, he did. Yep. Oh. Boulevard, yep. He would be down to spell him. <laughs> you have heightened senses if you're blind. Yeah. yeah. I've just, uh, just or been watching. Or as a joke, someone knew yeah. he was coming and yeah. just he got him. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Shaq? Big dog. Yeah. Um, I'm t- watching that well, documentary. Or next he's going to try and say that Michael J. Fox doesn't have Parkinson's. Or uh, Muhammad Ali didn't have it either. Or the world is flat. Line them all up. I saw that documentary the other day about the clicker. You know, the guy that uh, walks around, he's blind, uh, and he he does echolocation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and he's right. teaching kids how to echolocate, and it's brilliant. So what a guy. Uh, uh, he's learned how to... I mean, it's crazy. That That's phenomenal. That. Yeah. When did we talk about that? I don't think we did. We might not. We, did we? Yeah, we just talked about it on the show. Okay. He's like a dolphin. Yeah. But like I, I think I quizzed you, quizzed you thoroughly on it. Yeah. But he's, uh, and he's actually doing it in Australian schools now. It's like to special schools with blind kids and everything else. So it's brilliant. Revolutionary. Although it could be a bit annoying if you're in a horde of blind people doing it. Yeah. But it would be more annoying if you were if actually blind. If you were blind. blind. <laughs> That's right. So we played the first song that came to his head It just so happened to be It was the worst song in the world It was the worst song in the world Listen to the song and it's clear among Because the words don't fit and the song is shit You're a talentless kid You suck! He's done it again. It just, just I didn't never really. Fails. It just fell in your lap. Did it, it? Did, well, as soon as it came up, I uh, I sent it to you anyway. Really? Oh, that. But right. I forgot what it was. This though. actually led to quite a few others because you're going to go off on this, Rob. Because uh, I've managed to put together a full collection of oh, this. Rob, no. this was the one that got released. It's cricket related again, so I'll play this one first. It's bad. <laughs> Thank you for covering Tim Payne. Pitch it short, send to the balcony. I'm the number three by Z. If you need more, my leggies, Labashane. I wanted it to go on and on, but that's the only kind of bits I could I could find. Who's, who's done that? <laughs> I don't know. It was to be honest. I can find out for you. It's uh, but I I was thinking that there must be other songs out there. But that, see, that's the one that's so bad. It's good. Oh yeah, it's uh, and it's slightly good. out of tune as well. Like he's a bit of a moron. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I came across the. Australia's answer to the Barmy Army. What? This is Fanatics thing. Well, this is the Richies. Who are the Fanatics? They, they were at the golf as well. Oh, were they? You just see them and you go, I don't like you. No. Well, they started off as tennis, didn't they? That was the big thing. They used to follow yeah, the Australian tennis, team around the tennis. And they sort of do cricket and then golf yeah, as well. Exactly. And uh, anything else that Australia gets represented. I've it's seen just, them at but the... But the Fanatics, what a bad name. <laughs> yeah. Let's start with... This. This is the Richies, by the way. It's not the Fanatics. This is the Richies who dress up like Richie Benno oh, yeah, and they yeah, always do yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, the first kind of uh, entry into Worst Song in the World. Okay.
That's it. Th- that's it. That's the first one. Well, I've got two things to say about that. There's not. There's no joke. There wasn't a joke. It's, it's just it's just saying stuff. Yeah, couldn't even and understand it. To bloody me. hell, drop the key down because no one can sing John Farnham <laughs> like it's too high. They got no chance. Right next, this is uh, their song for Usman Khawaja. Short and sweet, at least. But I didn't catch the first line. When he cuts to the fence instead of defence as Kawaja. When he cuts when to the fence instead, instead of, of defence. Defense. Yeah, not that he cuts too much. Well, he's not in the team at the moment, is no, he? No, he's not. So, That's right. um, again, you could have done better than that. But yeah. Just, there's no, where's the twist or the joke or the unexpected Well, there isn't, part. is there? Okay, this is uh, one for Victoria's favourite son. Maxwell, play Maxwell. He's a member of the Aussie team. With a baggy green, he's an all-regarding bowling guy. Number four, three, four. He's got centuries in every form. Maxwell, Glenn Maxwell. He's a legend of the Aussie, the Aussie cricket, the Aussie cricket team. He's a legend, Glenn Maxwell, apparently. They still don't get it, though. <laughs> There's no twist. There's no... no not, it's just saying Glenn Maxwell's good. We're going to um, sing a song for Glenn Maxwell. We're going to... Kouage is good. Let's sing a song for Kouage. That's... They don't... They just don't get it. Or some... Whoever's behind it mm. is a moron. Yep, true. Uh, so it's, it's a good... It's a Flintstones tune, good tune. Good tune for a sing-along. Yep. But come up with something that people are going to be... Th- humoured by or some sort of twist a proper actual dig at the opposition or something yeah with this one they actually had five versions of the same song where they literally just changed one word but they they managed to do five versions of it and I'll show you why now Tweaks tonight. That's the that's the twist that you wanted, Rob. 
That sucks. Bowling offies. They're just singing the Lion Sleeps Tonight and they're just... Yeah. Oh, come, come on, you're better than that. There was one good line in there. I'm not saying it's good. Bowling offies dismissing pommies. That was quite... That's advanced for them. This is pathetic. Is this going to keep going? Hey, there's a few in here that I didn't even put in because they were even worse than this. There's only one David Warner they were singing. They actually did a video of, there's only one David Warner. One da-. Like, why even film that? Anyway, Christmas themed this one. Mitch Stark. Apart from the fact I can't even hear any of the lyrics, doesn't really matter. I mean, the the only thing that's got any nouse to it is it does say Mitchell Stark, the newborn king. Newborn king. Newborn king. Yeah, not newborn king. Okay, so, so that's something, at least. There's something in that, but the rest of it is still bad. It's going to bowl your cricket toes or something? Yeah, that's all I can We're going to do this, and then we're going to do cricket good, and we're going to do bowling fast. Great. And, and that's it. That's as much as I could pull it, Rob. Oh, this is my song. I've got, I got, I haven't got much. Yeah, That's got all much. I got. This is it. Like this. Yeah, loving it. Well, you're all fat and pasty. So that's English, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you're all fat and pasty. You ate up all the pies. You murdered the indigenous and told us lots of lies. And when it comes to cricket, again, it's no surprise. Australia marches on. Australia marches on. Rule Australia, Britannia is no more. Your empire is gone and done for sure. Lovely. That's better, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's going right at them. It's got a proper dig. The empire's gone. Pays you up for your uh, atrocious... I'm not saying you. You're not no, English. no, I know. I got you. Pays you up for uh, the days of conquering and conquest and conquer. Yeah. And uh, corrupt behaviours. Gets a little political dig in there. That's- I'll tell you. Yeah. See? You're Consult talented. me. Talented, right? Because clearly not one person in that lot has the brain. I like. I do like the trumpets, and nice, but it's exactly the Army I mean, yeah, it does, yeah. so there's nothing new no, there. No, that's right. But I think for a stadium, you don't really have much option because you need something mobile. Yeah. You can't really take your synthesizer in with you, can you, to do the uh, accompany them? Mm. But I, I, I'm happy to be employed as a consultant if they want to, you know, some more help with yeah. something half all right. That's good. And I even stole Britannia. You did? Yeah. Loving it. clever, isn't it? Fantastic. <laughs> it's great stuff. Hey, this is Toddy Goldsmith, and you're listening to 365 Days of Sport. Ladies and gentlemen, here's tonight's top ten. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> Yes, Rob, top 10 with Toddy's endorsement. 
top 10 to finish off. Yeah, to, to round off. it off. And I've gone to Wellington for this. Win the one day, Wellington. This is uh, the uh, Wellington City Council compiled the top 10 weird and most interesting phone calls made to their contact centre over the past 12 months. Yeah, good. like it. They also did uh, the uh, top 10 dog names that Wellington called their dogs. It's important. Can... It's, these are important things to yeah. know. Uh, number 10 Did they was... do a census for that? They must have done. Yeah. Number 10 was Rosie. Number 9 was Archie. 8, Toby. Who's calling their dog Toby? No, I've come, dog. On. I come across dogs called Toby. Uh, 7, Ruby. It's also the name of the baby on Labyrinth. Thanks. Uh, 7, Ruby. 6, Max. 5, Coco. 4, Molly. 3, Poppy. 2, Bella. Number 1. James. Charlie. James. Charlie. I don't think I've ever seen a dog called James. Well. It's like on your dog, Steve. Steve! I'm not here to, to go with the sheep and the flock. Yeah. Okay. I'm a trendsetter. Anyway, uh, the top 10 most interesting calls made to the Wellington City Council Contact Centre 2019. Number 10, I was out catching Pokemon and I've been locked behind the wind turbine exit gate. That's What retired. do you do about that? Oh, that's, that's very poor. Number 9. How can I stop burning my bum when I go down the playground slide? Uh, That's an adult ringing. Yeah, uh, I, they have to be like not all there. Okay, that, that the first two I have no doubt will be in some way short of it. Their brain will be not functioning hundred percent. Number eight, I'm cleaning out the flat I used to landlord, and I found a lot of giveaway signs and traffic cones. Do you want these? Can you pick them up? Students see students stealing signs, Rob. That's a bit weird. Number seven. What do I do about a stag head on my neighbour's lawn? What do you do about it? What do you do about it? Is it any more specific? Is this, is this one that's a mounted one from a, a hunting expedition? Or just a or severed just, stag it's head? just a severed, like, sort of a... Godfather or, type. Godfather type yeah. of uh, effort? Might be. Don't know. Okay. Number six. There's what, a mouse. What, what do I do, though? That's, that's the weird part. What do I do? Well, what do you do? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it is it up to you to do anything in the first place? Not if it's on your neighbour's lawn. It's on your neighbour's lawn. Yeah. What? Unless it is dripping blood, then yeah. you probably need to ring someone. I, I don't think emergency services are there to just sort of dish out advice. Well, this isn't even an emergency service. This is the council. Right. There's not even an emergency service. They're just getting advice. Just the advice line. What do I do? Well, number six, talking about emergency services. Uh, there's a mouse in my house. Should I call the police? They call the council to see if they should call the police. <laughs> About a mouse About in their a house. Mouse. Yep. Um, oh, I think I, I hope they gave the sensible answer to that. No. Buy a cat. Or buy a cat. Uh, number five. Hello, is this the number I ring to get a wife? It <laughs> <laughs> depends what, if you're after someone who's... Uh, Works at the council. Uh, who's uh, ad, into administrative council detail. <laughs> exactly right. Then you've increased your chances dramatically without calling that number. Number four. I've got a dead horse in my backyard. Oh. What do I do with it? What's up with the dead horses and, and dead the stags? stags? And Gosh, well, that's definitely Godfather. Yeah. Well, no, he's got a complete dead horse by the sound of it. I might have hopped, jumped the Actually, fence. whose bed? Was it in Marlon Brando's bed? Or was it in... Yeah, I think so. That's a bit weird. Uh, number three. What can the council do about the sun shining through my window and causing my bananas to go brown? Mm. That's when you really need yeah. to ring the council about. Okay. Well, that's when the council should... They should ring the police. <laughs> yeah, to, to arrest this nutter. Yeah. This is a lunatic... That can't who, even move their own bananas who, out who, of the sun. Who clearly can't think straight to no. the fact that he's ringing about bananas. No. Uh, you might be able to answer this, Rob. Uh, number two, why do people toot their horns through the Mount Vic Tunnel? The Toot Toot Tunnel, as they call it. Ah, oh, yeah, that's because it's, it's somebody just a thing died. they do. It's just a thing they did. Mm. It's in respect to somebody that died, a uh, uh, Maori chief or something, I believe. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. Number one, 
Am I required to get consent to bury my husband in the backyard? Mm, right. That one is particularly interesting, isn't it? Mm. Um, I would suggest that's well, a very old lady and her husband's been on the back burner on his way out for some time. Yeah. And he's finally, she's just sort of waiting for him. Oh, can't hurry up. Get on with it. Make your decision. Mm. Stay, stay or go. Don't muck around in the <laughs> middle. And he's gone. And she said, oh, well, that's, I was ready for that. I was waiting for that. C- can I just sort of get on with it? I don't, I don't want to pay for a funeral. No, just bury him in the back. No, dig, he, no, dig no, like, no, he didn't have any friends. No one liked him. I didn't even like him. I'm his wife. And uh, drop kick. It's the best way. Just bury him in the back. Well, at least, at least ask the Next question. Next to the dead horse. At least ask the question. At least ask the question. Yeah. You're just putting it out she, there. What she's saying is, am I required to get consent? Yeah. That's all it is. There's no statement in there. It's just a purely a question. S- Opening. Seeking the right thing to do. So, um, although it could say she's already buried her husband in the backyard and she's just checking whether she needed okay? consent. Well, that's sort of different. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's a, a retrospective. Could have, could have been. We don't know the context in this instance. A posthumous. We don't even know whether her husband has died. That's actually true. Yeah. It just says, "Am I required to get consent to bury my husband in the backyard?" Mm. So perhaps he is on his way out, or or maybe pro- he has problems with balance. And he's fallen on, in a hole. Yeah. And he's lying there. And she's just going to cover just him like, over. Ah, oh, I can't be asked yeah. anymore. Just cover him over. Right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the, the orchestra starts playing, and he's got his oh. Academy Award lying oh, in the lying in the hole. And nice. It's, and he just gets buried alive. Great. Yeah. Great stuff. It's that's, always that's happening. The way to sh- that's the way to end the speech quickly. <laughs> yeah. We'll cover him over. Yeah. <laughs> Big pile of dirt. Ah, Rob, what's coming up for you? Well, it's Christmas time. Wrapping up work in the Kareem week. Benzema. And then uh, there's a massive uh, raging party at my new uh, house on Saturday. So I believe, yeah. yeah so I'm still waiting for my invite. Be, uh, what? <laughs> I'm coming. Don't well, worry. You took longer to re- say you're coming. I was, I was going, oh, okay, sweet. Well, don't come then. So finally get, get a nice early invite. No, I'm definitely there. Good. And uh, it's going to be a bit of a raging party that's the very old care and then my brother arrives on monday from oh, from which uh, one matthew, matthew and bernie and little loretta oh beautiful yeah very good two years old she's going crazy wow. two years old. she's figured out that when she goes to go in the slide she uses count to 10 before she goes down the slide oh but now she's just goes one two Go. Ten. One, two, ten. Yeah. Oh, and she cause, counted cause one to ten then. She just ten and then she can go. Oh, pretty enough. good for two to be able to count to ten. Yeah. Yeah. I was at least 16 or 17 before. No. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Rob, uh, we're not quite sure what's happening next week. I might be doing a solo show. Might be, doing might be getting solo. some guests I in. do have to drive, so I'll be saying it is farewell. Christmas. It's actually farewell for 2020. For oh! 2019, Rob. Bloody hell. In that case, off. I better play this. Yes. Benzema. <laughs> Karim Benzema Karim Benzema Karim Benzema Karim Benzema Karim Benzema Karim Benzema I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. Karim Benzema. 
What a great end to show 142. We're not quite sure if we'll be back next week in this full-formed transposition. You never know, but uh, I've got no life, so I'll probably be here. Right, wow, that's good. That's Christmas Eve. <laughs> what, no better place to be on Christmas Eve. Bit of 365 days of sport with yeah, the beef. Just the beef. Talking the, to the, himself. The beef special. The beef special. Posing questions with no one to answer them. Oh, can't wait. You can do an, uh, You can be the... See if you can do an entire debate, of which you're both the affirmative and the negative, oh, and go at yourself the, the whole time. Be like that Aldous Huxley book, Point and Counterpoint. Oh. All about someone's thought process. Or I could just play two hours of Karim Benzema on a loop. That would send people mental. It would do. It really would. Right, we've got to thank Jack Link's Beef Jerky, the best beef jerky on the planet. They're now serving it on... uh, Bread. Bread. No, they're serving it on airlines, Rob. That's how good it is. Uh, I did look it up because they've just released the... uh, Frontier Airlines, apparently, are serving beef jerky. Frontier. Oh, great airline, that one. Great airline. Uh, Air Canada's got the best... 20 uh, bucks a ticket, 200 for your bag. And 300 for your Jack Link's beef jerky because it's that bloody good. (laughs) Sells out every flight. Got to thank Mercedes Sportswear, the best sportswear in Australia. All right, this has been show 142 of... 365 Days of Sport! We'll see you in 2020.